good whatever time of day it is you are listening this is the pna podcast express he's adam filkins i'm phil nickel coming to you from the famous i don't know the validity of the famous whether it's world famous famous yes blue water sports bar and grill here in port sandlake which is affectionately known as the 469 Yes, it is. Six nine. Six nine or So here we are. This is the Wednesday episode, Wednesday. Boy, big difference in here from last week. Yeah. Yeah. It was fairly busy when we got here. It was yeah. Last week was jam packed, but last week every table was had the weather has turned and I guess so is the uh populace of this bar. Yes. Well, you'll have that on the We're not the draw we were last week. I guess not. I guess not. Uh, it is Wednesday for all you folks listening out there. Well, it might not be Wednesday. It's Wednesday when this episode is going to be released. I mean, you, so, could be, you could be listening on a Monday or a Tuesday or hell, Ricky, even even a Wednesday or Thursday. I've got a theory, and I'm going to run this by you. Junior Meatloaf! To, uh, to start us off with uh, what I believe is going to be just a compelling... Okay. Conversation. Okay, compelling? Yes. So, you know, the ocean has only been explored a small amount, right? Yes. So th- there's a lot of Thank unexplored you, ocean out there. Mm-hmm. And I have a theory. All right. I like th- it. I like it. I have a theory that there is probably a lot of water that they will where find. Where they've not explored? Yeah. There's a lot of water in the ocean where they haven't explored. Yes. That's, it's a theory. But I, I believe it's based on solid science. So technically, the pool on the, on the Titanic is still full of water. Yeah. Might, well, actually, that might be the only dry spot. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Wouldn't that be fucked up if that was the opposite? Like, mm, water once resided here, we know. The molecules know. They're like, reject. It spent all those years having to, well, not years, all those minutes having to house that water. <laughs> well, you know, if you think about that, those people that went down in that uh, death tube to, uh, to see the it, Titanic. They called it an, un, yeah, an unsinkable ship. Should we call our podcast an unlistenable podcast and then we'll get tons of listeners? Probably. Under yeah. that theory, yes. I like it. I like it. All right, the death tube Titanic. Let's, so, how did that... That was such a short part of the news, the zeitgeist cycle. I know. I was it just thinking It should have been much longer. That. You know, idiots go down in tube... And die. Nobody's surprised, I guess, enough to make it in the news cycle longer than like two weeks. All millionaires plus. <clears throat> and they imploded. So they just basically had their head shoved through their asshole is how they died. Yeah. And so what did I read that like the amount of time that that took for them to go from like functioning and breathing? Right. To not functioning breathing was like they they couldn't process the pain that they should have felt right from that happening. The, the brain, thank you. The brain could not process that. No, which I guess is a, a good thing. I guess if you're shoving your brain through your asshole, yeah. But if you think about it, why would you want to go down to the Titanic, anyways? It's a status symbol thing, so you can tell people you've done it, right? I suppose, but like. Why not just go, you can stay above the surface of the water and not die, 
by going to like get you could go to graves of people who survived the Titanic and kind of have the same effect. <laughs> I like it. I like that theory. <laughs> I mean, if, if you think about it, doesn't that make a lot more sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I toured the graves of 10 people who survived the Titanic. It was just like being down there. I didn't even get wet. And they did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was pretty warm while I did it. <laughs> so back to your theory, though. Of unexplored. There's so much water that how can we possibly? There has to be things down there, there are, that we have no idea even exist. Well, and you think about, you know, what is a Titanic? Like a little over a mile down? Yeah, right. And that kind of pressure, like, instantly turned these people inside out. Right. And there are parts of the ocean that are five, six times deeper than that. What the hell would that kind of pressure do to you? Oh, my God. And right? I mean, they send unmanned vessels down there that, that don't survive it. They're like, that are, yeah. So I, I, I was reading a thing about that whole thing and, and space exploration and staying safe in space is hundreds of times safer than going into the oceans, hmm. into the depths of the oceans. Hmm. Like way more people die doing that than have died... Is that right? In sp- yeah, in space exploration. So, literally, the only thing you have to do in space—a a thin layer of, uh, of like they—they they use a lot of times a, an aluminum foil, right? And a thin layer of that, if properly pressurized on the inside, keeps you safe. So, right? where you have to have many, kind of like my inches, chicken wings. Yes. Huh. I, I do appreciate what you did with the uh, ranch. You like that there, little, yeah. little, and I forgot to get garlic. Mine was very it. artistic. Like the garlic makes them. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. Oh, they're glorious. So yeah, you can like go into space. You know, the biggest thing in space is keep making sure that you just don't puncture something. Right. Because you they, puncture it, and you're all yeah. You're right. Then, then your uh, all your pressure is going to leak out very quickly. So it's the opposite of going down in the depths of the ocean. Exactly. You said yeah. But it's a lot easier to protect yourself from the vacuum than it is from the pressure. Mm. Right? So, well, not if you're dumb, apparently. <laughs> not if you're dumb, apparently? <laughs> huh. I've never had to worry about space, but I should. I'd like to go someday. Yeah, I would too. Well, did you see that in a couple of years they're sending uh, 3D cement printers that they use to build those houses and stuff? They're sending those to the moon to make buildings and landing pads. Really? Yeah. That's badass. The crazy part is, apparently, they believe they'll be able to uh, send these things up there with and, and be able to make, like, cement out of the moon rock dust. Really? Like, actually, like, farm the moon to make buildings and stuff up there. So then they'll be, like, their own, inv- like, you can, environment, like, you can make it inhabitable? Yeah, well, obviously, they're like those nacho cheese fountains, since the moon's made of cheese. Right. The moon's made of cheese, yeah. So, yeah, I I found that very interesting. Hmm. The same company that's building all these houses out of that stuff is actually contracted to build a machine that'll go up there, and they have to send it with very little material to... uh, To lighten the load. Yeah, basically just the liquids that it'll need to uh, convert... Moon dust into 
moon dirt into cement? Into cement. Into buildings. That's fucked up. We can do that? Yeah. We have the technology, I guess. That's crazy. One of the things I was worried about, I read a news article, article, news article a couple weeks ago about um, that one bringing back samples from Mars of the Mars dirt. Did you read about that? No. Oh, yeah. So they sent that one out years ago. They actually collected a soil sample from Mars and brought it back. And everybody was worried, like, once again, conspiracy theorist, it was going to trigger a zombie apocalypse or something like that. Well, what happened to Mars? Right. Yeah, exactly. Where are all Why the people? Where are all the people on Mars? Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's part of it. So it came back, and I've not heard anything since, but the day it came back, like one of my favorite um, news sources for sports is The Defector. They write about some pop, pop culture things and everything, but they like showed the video of when it landed, the pod landed. Like a guy in just a big old suit goes out there to check it out. He's like, stepping like boom, boom, bounding toward this capsule. And he's got a little little meter, I assume for radiation or something. And uh, they decided it was safe. So then a couple guys, it's still in suits, but not like as heavy as the first guy. Uh, rolled up there and collected this pod that they have that collected. I think it's, I think it's, not, I think it's not much dirt from Mars, like maybe a kilogram or something like that. Yeah, and like they've already doled out where this is all supposed to go. Like, like ten percent of it's supposed to go here, twenty percent here, another ten percent here, fifteen percent here, and the rest of it goes into a vault or something. And this is actually dirt we've brought back from Mars. Damn. Yeah. But they you were know, worried because it's a very sci-fi story that like the dirt comes back from Mars and causes, you know, oh, yeah, zombie there's, apocalypse or something. There's like an that. organism on there that 50 years from now will turn into, you know, it'll, right. it'll mate with a chicken and T-Rexes will be back. Oh, that would be glorious. They're great. Yeah, they're very fantastic. I'd love T-Rexes to come back. I'd try to ride one. Oh, he for sure. catch me with his short arms. What kind of a saddle would it use, though? Junior's humping, Junior's humping Phil. Yeah, that'd be what I'm most afraid of. Is he? He can't get me with his arms, but he could probably get me with his pecker. <laughs> you thought that was a tail, right? It's not a tail. They put it in the wrong direction. Adam Jones is out. AJ Dillon in. Oh, really? Well, there you go. The peckers are playing. Well, we, we do have a caller here. It's not the one I planned, but we'll take it. All right. You are on the air. Oh, hang on. You must be connected to the Bluetooth, Phil. I am. Hold on. Bear with us. Hang on. Let me call you right back. And let me un-Bluetooth. Or Phil can un-Bluetooth. We'll call him right back. All right. I'm un-Bluetooth. Actually, I looked at that earlier and realized that I should have realized it more. You know, realized it more? More realized? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, in the purpose of not having dead air... um, Oh, I'm eating. Yeah, sorry. No, well, I was just going to say it wasn't a a cue to you. It was a cue to me because I'm sitting here not talking. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm pretty convinced that uh, 
that will happen. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to mate with chickens and it's going to make something horrible. Mm. I cannot wait for that. Can I have signs made up to say like "Welcome Thunder Chicken"? Please. Is that what we're going to call it, Thunder Chicken? Yes. Hello, you've reached the cell phone of Mike Abraham, what? district manager with the. Lame. I will send him a message. Or he'll try to call you back immediately. Have several questions. I want them answered immediately. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess JTK's not coming tonight. I don't know. It appears that way. It's getting a little late for JTK. He better still be in a combine or something somewhere. Oh, Gear grind. Oh, oh, we haven't had gear grinds all night yet tonight. We didn't have one in episode one. What's the dog doing? So, I was running ahead of schedule to get to our, our meetup spot. Mm-hmm. And along the way, I can see that a car in front of me is having to stop. And then I see that uh, he's having to stop for a absolutely huge implement on Ruth Road. Like, there's no... He was way off the road, like a tire in the ditch. Like, one one of the tires on this thing were not even touching ground. Okay. <clears throat> and it wasn't the tractor itself. It was the thing that was dragging behind it. And it was still... To go around it, I had to go on the shoulder of the other, other side of the road. So I had one tire totally on gravel by probably two or three feet. My My tire still on the road is probably on about the white line to get around this thing there was no way that thing should have been on the road. no way why do they make them that damn wide i don't know you know here's the thing i talked about like legislature should make it so <laughs> not that um <laughs> they should <laughs> if you have farm equipment or especially the shit haulers you should not be on a paved road main road for more than one mile you should have to cut wherever you break through. Cut to a side See, road. A dirt this road. thing, I don't think. I don't think a dirt road could have housed it. Really, it was that big. It was that big. It, it was one of the biggest implements width wise that I've actually seen on the road. Huh? I mean, just huge, just massive. Now, I one thing I do believe is that get off the road. If you are one of those shit haulers that are taking the shit out to spread in the fields, yeah. That you totally need to have somebody going behind you and cleaning with like a truck with like a brush on the front of it to clean off the road. When I used right. to drive wrench line over to go to work at the hospital, it was amazing to me how slick the roads would get with all that shit on them. Right. Especially oh, yeah. if, it, if it was cold out and a little rainy, oh, it was bad. That's some slick shit. It, it was, literally and figuratively. So, you know. I know I get it. I get it. Fuck. Like clean up after yourself. Yeah. Sort yourself out. Yes, please. But yeah, it, it, to me that that's just you know, but it it it, it took me a few minutes to be able to pass this thing cuz there were cars coming and they had to get off the shoulder too and he was absolutely over as far as he could go. But it wasn't far enough. People were, like, diving out of the way. Pretty much, yeah. Huh. Huh. 
Not like in Stand By Me, where they're caught on the railroad bridge and they have to run and run and dive off at the last minute because the train's coming. Yeah, except this is way slower. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a good not, visual. Not near as frantic and way slower. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Yeah, I just I didn't like the fact that I had to go on the shoulder to go around this thing. Hell no. That That's seemed, bullshit. That Way seemed, to inconvenience all of us. Yes. So that is why I was one minute late getting there. You were fine. Normally you bank on me being late, and normally I am. You know? The, the last couple times you've been oddly on time. I've been actively trying to work on that. Just I like because. to think that, that is uh, Silent End's influence on you. <laughs> funny thing is, yes, it is. But also the funny thing is, she's worse than me on that. You've mentioned that before, which is why I said it. <laughs> right. Right. You're, you're probably finally like, damn, it is annoying when people are Fuck late. yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> when they're like, hey, I'll, I'll leave and I'll head to your place in a little bit. And 45, 45 minutes later. In my mind, it's a 15-minute drive, and you said, I'm going to head your way in a little bit. It means you're going to be here in 25 minutes, right? Yeah, like I'm putting my coat on and walking out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm I'm leaving right now, but I'm going to stop and get a drink. Yeah. Right? Nah, boy. Yeah, the one day it was a true test because I'm like, she's like, well, you know, you can take your time. I've got to do this, this, and this and get ready. And I'm like, all right. So in my mind, like that'll take a half an hour. I'll I'll head over in in a half an hour. That'll take a half hour. I'll head over in fifteen twenty minutes, right? Because it's a fifteen minute drive. I knew enough, and I stopped at the bar. Literally, was there for the bar for probably an hour, hour and a half. Had I think three, four drinks. Get to her house and ready to apologize for being late. She's like, "Oh, I just got ready to go." I'm like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Perfect, right?" Yeah. <laughs> Strange how those things work out, right? Nah, boy. You'll have that. Is anybody going to call us, or are we just... I don't know. They they attempt to, and then they don't. And then you attempt to get them to call back, and they don't. Uh, it's very deceiving. Probably had his other person calling me as well. We're going to talk to you, yeah. Now somebody will probably call you that you're off the Bluetooth. Right? Yeah. They're... I'm like, what? Man, I am really tired. Yeah? Sleep would have been really... Helpful Sleep is always good. We might need a new bed. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking that that might be the case. Might I, need a new bed? I'm yeah. just sore, and I got yeah. the hiccups now. I'm sore, and I have the hiccups. That's I don't. Just, I don't think they're related. <laughs> I don't think they're related. They All could be. All right, I guess we can move on to our next segment since nobody's calling in. We had a segment? <sighs> no, I'm just, I'm making shit up. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're good with that stuff. Thank you. We had a segment? Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, here we go. Here we go. Now we got action. Hello, caller. You're on the air. <laughs> it's your old buddy Campus. 
Holy oh, shit. dog. Catfish, what's happening? Oh, living good these days, boys. Living good. How y'all doing? <laughs> we're doing great. I don't think we're doing as well as you are, though. What's got you living good there, Catfish? You were down in the dumps last time we talked to you. You were looking for and oh. missing your kitty. Oh, yeah. Things looked up just then. I found I found my cat. I found Skippy. Oh, well, that that's really good news. I, yeah, man. I found him and... Uh, yeah, he had been uh, found by this real nice woman, and she took me and Skippy in, and uh, now we just got married. What? Holy oh, cow. Whoa. Yeah. You got, yeah, yeah. So got married, man. Kepis, you I'm got married? She take good care of me, too. She got a good job. Take real good care of me. So does she go by Miss Catpiss or Miss Piss? Oh, yeah, no, we ain't even figured that one out yet. She I, missed Johnson. <laughs> well, that, that, I guess that would make the most sense. Yeah, she's a big woman, though. She's big. How big is she? Uh, she's bigger than Bill. <laughs> Whoa. That's a huge bitch. Right? That's a huge bitch. She got a better beard, too. <laughs> nice. So you found a good southern woman. Oh yeah. She's big, man. She's big, man. I, I was looking at a baby picture. It was a satellite image. <laughs> a satellite image. <laughs> so she's if she's that big and she's southern and has a big old beard, she's gotta make good biscuits and gravy, right? Oh yeah. She just cut her elbow and the gravy pulled right out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, how did so you found this woman because she found your cat and it was love at first sight, or how did this happen? Yeah, well, it was kind of a a, a surprise. I took her home, and you know, her and I we met there at the truck stop and got home and uh, got her undressed, was about to do the thing, and there was Skippy right up under her titty. <laughs> so the kitty was under her titty. Yeah, I was surprised, but she was too. <laughs> you know, that should inspire a song. It should. My kitty up under her titty. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even know Skippy was there. Jesus. Had no idea Skippy and, was there. Any idea how long no, Skippy No, if I there? hadn't got to him, Skippy might not have made it. A any idea yeah, how long? Yeah, but we good, man. We real good. Well, that, that's awesome to hear. So I, I can take down the posters I've been hanging up for Skippy, right? Oh, yes, sir. And we appreciate all your efforts, too. Thank you very much. Oh, you're, you're welcome. I, I, I did get calls when because uh, the, the poster that I had up said, uh, Lost Cat may whistle when windy. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been really good, though, boys. I can't, I can't complain. Uh, it's hard to, to write blues, though. When you're happy, you know? When oh. you're really, really happy, it's hard to come up with good blues songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I don't write much blues, but uh, not because I'm happy all the time, just because, you know, I suck at writing. Oh, that that too. We, so. got, we got married one day, and two days later, she, uh, we, 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 she got baptized. Oh, really? Yeah, we had to take her to SeaWorld. 
<laughs> but it went well. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Kepish, you've traveled this whole country. you got connections everywhere. How did you hook up to get her baptized at SeaWorld? Yeah, well, you know, we we looked around. It was the only place that, would, that was uh, accommodated. Hmm. So, but, it, you know, that I'm makes happy, sense. Though. That's good. When I'm they, happy. Though. When they dunked her, did it get a bunch of kids in the front row wet? Uh, like the ninth row. <laughs> so, so like a Gallagher show, you had to hand out ponchos, or did you not? Did you just say let's be part of this experience? Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure about that. Only only dumb fucks think Gallagher's funny. <laughs> I can confirm. <laughs> oh, Cap is spitting hard truths right here, right now. <laughs> Fuck Gallagher. How I, things been? How, you know how things been on the shitty podcast? Uh, oh, shitty! It's very shitty. Yeah. You know, y'all run out of drunk girls in the bar. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're sitting here with two empty seats right now, Cat Piss. Oh, oh, I'm not surprised. I set up microphones for nothing. I'll, we've we've ran the, the well dry of drunk girls. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. We've got a reputation. They don't want to be around us. Oh, I, I think I hear one in the background now. <laughs> eh, pretty sober, though. Eh, soon to be drunk, though. Yeah, she'll get there. It's early yet. Right on. Right on, man. So you're not slinging the blues anymore. You're just happy with your woman and your your found kitty under the titty right there. You're not uh, any. What's what? What's the future hold for Capis? You going on tour anytime soon? I don't soon? know, man. I pulled out my I pulled out my guitar the other day and tried to write some blues songs. That shit just came out all happy and shit. Shit, man. Ain't nobody sold the happy, right? He started off. Are you going yeah. to start writing for In Sync? <laughs> I was I was writing one called the Jelly Roll Blues, but then I found out there's a bad singer out there with that name. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> that's the best. That's a, that's actually uh, very. It's a very good choice, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to yeah, that but she's early. trying to inspire me anyway. I think I have some new songs for you next time, though. I cannot wait. Oh, that'd be that'd be fantastic. She got a good job, so she's gonna buy me a new guitar. Oh, she's gonna buy you a new guitar and two more cats. And two more cats. What? God, what is the name? I forgot the name of your guitar currently. You're gonna retire her though. Oh yeah, she gone. I had to pawn her. Oh, that that'll happen. Was it to buy a wedding ring or more biscuits and gravy? Oh uh, no, that was just to uh, you know to keep myself alive because oh, I was homeless. You dumbass. <laughs> Well, See, I'm sorry there. So it's hard, I, it's hard to play guitar when you ain't got no food in your stomach. Well, that that would be a hell of a blues song, though. Yeah, you just wrote one. What's that? It's yeah. hard to play guitar when you ain't got no food in your stomach. Oh, I like it. I like where you're going with this, Bill. <laughs> I like it. So I have. A it's hard to play guitar now, baby. With no grub in your stomach now. That's good right there. Yeah. He's back, baby. Oh. That's magic. That's magic. I hard to sing the blues now, baby. When your girlfriend make 100K a year. <laughs> the motivation's gone, huh? <laughs> this, my, this is my work, man. I'm going to work on that. Uh, yeah, I like it. I love it. 
<laughs> I don't care if she weighs 500 pounds. As long as she buy me a new Les Paul. Yeah. Oh, shit. You get a new Les Paul? Well, I need to find a better sugar mama because she can't afford no Les Paul, the one I'm with now. Well, well, Bill, I, I've seen a picture of you. So <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not really liking your chances, my man. Just, you know, with all due respect. <laughs> no, you ever notice, you know, you know what really grinds my gears, guys? Oh, go on. Is anytime somebody say, with all due respect, they're about to say something disrespectful. <laughs> that is true. That is a, that is very true. You know what else grinds my gears, guys? <laughs> What's that? When you come to a four-way stop, and it's clearly someone else's turn, and they wave you on. Like, motherfucker, oh. go! Right? Oh, it's yeah. your turn, motherfucker, go! Like, if you just put the effort into that wave, into hitting the gas pedal, and we'd going. all be better right. off. Yeah! It's your turn! You done slowed down the whole fucking world! That's true. Go! Now imagine being the poor motherfucker behind them. Right? Just thinking, what the fuck is this person doing? Yeah, yeah, I've been that dude. I've been behind him going, it's your turn, motherfucker! See, that's it right there. That's the, I'm at a four-way stop, and this bitch ain't in front of me is waving people through, and I'm upset blues right there. Man, you're getting all kinds of good material. Right? I'm at a four-way stop now, baby! <laughs> And you know it's your turn to go. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's that, that's that is going to be a hit right there. I mean, <sighs> yeah, that might. That might, I think you see, man, y'all, you're making it worth every penny of that twenty dollars you're gonna send me to my cash app. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Every penny of that twenty dollars. You ever say? Kilo catfish I'm gonna give you a discount. App, yeah. I'm gonna give you a discount. You only got to send thirty nine dollars to my cash app tonight. All right, all right. That's fair. That's fair. D- does that count as our monthly contribution? Well, I think forty one dollars is pretty reasonable. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I'll send you forty three dollars all day long. I mean, I'll be looking for that forty five then. <laughs> we we were uh, we were sending it to poor kids in Africa, but uh, this is way better. <laughs> yeah, my cats are way more important than that. So I'm also going to send you an Air Tag. You know, one of those Apple Air What's Tags. That? It, it's a what it's like that? a it's a thing that you can put on your cat's collar, so that when it gets caught under a titty again, you can find it. That's right. It'll beep oh. at you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. How much do you think that's worth? That's, I don't know. Hypothetically, I'm just saying, if I were to sell it, how much would I get for it? Oh, I, what are they? About fifty bucks? Yeah, you'd probably get a straight up for pawn prices, probably twenty, maybe twenty five. Yes. Oh, send me one of them for show. <laughs> they might be worth thirty attached to a cat. <laughs> yeah, if you could part with the cat, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not get carried away. All right, all right. Sorry, 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 sorry to be presumptuous there. <laughs> oh, so what else? So, what's the day-to-day life with your new bride like? Is it is it good? What what's your day like? She goes to work and you uh hang out with your kitties or what's going on? 
Yeah, that's it right there. She get up in the morning. I roll her out the front door. Uh, the helicopter come and pick her up. And it takes her to work, I guess. And then I hang out all day, eat all her food, and hang out with my cats. I love it. And then I come home, and we get sexy time. And I don't know if you know this, but when you're with a real big woman like that, you don't even have to stick it in the hole. <laughs> That's good You just put it anywhere. Anywhere. And you'll be, you know, surrounded. <laughs> God damn it. That is good to know. Oh, it is. That's news you can use right there. Thank you, Catfish. You don't, a little bit of baby oil, and it, it it don't matter if it's the elbow crease or the kneecap crease. It don't matter. Really, or just one of the random rolls, and huh? Some, and sometimes you just yeah, don't know. Yeah, you got it. You got it. <sighs> just watch out for under the titty, because that's where the kitties hang out. Yeah, you don't want to Yeah, get, that'd be not good. That's, you don't that's a good thing caught. I found Skippy ahead of time. Yeah, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that poor cat would have been in for it. Yeah, you know, he's seen it before. <laughs> yes. That goes back to the ad that I put out for you. Right, exactly. <laughs> what, what ad you put out? What the ad look like? Well, it was it was just a a, uh, a picture of a cat with its uh, tail up in the air, and it just said, "Have you seen me? Have you seen me? Yeah. May whistle when <laughs> May whistle when windy. Yes. <laughs> it, Oh, it's just a, a shot of his butthole, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It, it looked like it looked like the wore out bullseye of an old dartboard. Well, people would call me and they'd be like, "Yeah, I want to order a dozen donuts." I'm like, "That's a cat ass, you dumbass!" <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it was weirder when they started ordering jelly donuts, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Campus. I'm, I'm fine, fellas. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just so happy you found your kitty, though, man. Uh, yeah. I would have never yeah. thought to look there, though. Right. I would have never looked under a large woman's titty. But now I'll start to look. It just adds to it's the last place you would look. And of course it is. Yeah, well, it was it was raining. I had to get take shelter. <laughs> so I, I lifted Pity up, got underneath it, and there was Skippy. <laughs> and it was like it was just the most beautiful reunion ever. I could I could imagine. Yeah. That I mean, he was drenched in boob sweat. <laughs> oh my! Well, that might have kept him alive. <laughs> That's what he was hydrating off of. Yeah. Salty though. You know, those cats, uh, those yeah. cats are resourceful. They are. They are. <laughs> cats don't uh, abide by the laws of physics, so yeah. We, we I mean, it, It's been great talking to y'all again, man. I'll be looking for that $52 in my cash app, and uh, I really appreciate you having me on your shitty show tonight. You got it, Kevis. Thanks for calling in. Love hearing from you. Glad you're doing well. Congratulations on your new uh, your new bride there, and for finding Skippy. I mean, it's like uh, it's a three for one. Well, actually, more like a six or seven for one by the way she sounds. But that's great. Yeah, we going on vacation next week. Oh yeah, where are you going? All, all she has to do is roll over. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it's a whole new world. 
I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I talk to Thanks, Capus. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Capus is doing well. Uh, you know, always good to hear from him. <sighs> always, always. I look forward to the pictures uh, when it's bath time and I'm going to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Can't believe he got married. That's impressive. Well, uh, he's a hell of a catch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he comes with his own pond guitar and... Don't forget, blues legend. Yes, yes. His own, uh, his own cats and his own pond guitar. Soon to be a Les Paul owner. I'm impressed. I can't even afford a Les Paul. I don't. Can you write the blues on a Les Paul? I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know if it's possible. If you're playing a Les Paul, chances are you probably shouldn't be playing the blues. But no. however, I gotta feel like from the tones that I know from Les Pauls, that would be your bluesiest guitar, though. Yeah, but is there is there a song out there called the Les Paul Blues? You know, I don't know. There's got to be. There's got to be. Let's find out. Oh, my. What a great call that was. You know, I can tell he's genuinely happy, too. You want to know why? That's one of the longest calls we've ever had with Cat Piss. Normally, he gets really annoyed with us. Have you noticed that before? Yeah. Like, he's happy. Yeah, he was jovial. Yeah. Huh. It was, I don't know what to do with this information. I enjoyed every minute of it, though. Hopefully you did, too. It was fantastic. Listeners at home. That's all I'm saying. So here's some blues tracks played on Les Paul. Okay. But nothing called the Les Paul blues, huh? Oh, yeah, play them out. Not bad, not bad. Hmm. Oh. Kind of This like is it. only good, though, because it's a cheap Les Paul. Oh. Like a studio? Yeah. Maybe even a junior. Yeah, either a junior or a studio. Can you believe this? At the end of the first quarter, 3-0, to zero, the Packers lead the Raiders. Oh, Glad I didn't bet that one. Yeah, I would not recommend. I did not expect the score to be 3-0 at the end of one. Well, one of the bets you could make was uh, was that a touchdown would be scored in every quarter. Nope, that one's, uh, that one's null and void, my friend. So, yeah, that would not have been... Uh that would not have been a good not one. Not copacetic, and you just don't get it. Keep it copacetic. I, I got to check. I got to see where we're at here. Come on. Where are we at? Pandora. Where are we at? Uh, we're, we're a little shy yet, but getting there. We're close. All right. I shouldn't have to tell you. No, we're at, uh, what, 43 minutes? Uh, 40. Hmm. You're running a little hot tonight. Cat piss ran me over. Literally, yeah, he probably would if, if he had the chance. <laughs> I've seen that beard. God, that was a, that was I'm I have never heard Catpist in that high of spirits, and the whole time we talked to him, I loved that. That was awesome. It had nothing to do with the podcast, but him being that happy. 
Yeah. I mean, I would hope we could make him that happy someday, but it's a tall order. Well, not until you can write a song about the, you know, blues song about us. Right, right. <laughs> Thank you, Bill and Ellen. <sighs> Sorry for that burp. Hmm. So, yeah. This is some decent blues on Les Paul. Yeah, it's nice. Les Paul's like my fifth favorite guitar. That's most people's like first. Yeah, but... They're, I mean, they're nice, but to me they're like playing on a baseball bat. Yeah. They're just heavy and... and yeah. Not, uh, that's a that's valid. Now they've got a sound that can't be replicated. That's true. That's true. Is this another Les Paul bluesy? Yeah. Outfit. This one's a little more upbeat bluesy. This one's less down, more up. Funny part is I'm looking. This guy in the background has a uh, also has a gem. Oh really? Yes. And a few fenders, and looks like a Paul Reed Smith. Huh. All right, I'm going to bring up one more blues thing here. I got a question for you. Of all the guitars you've ever played, which is the one you hated the most? Like the playing of it? Yeah, just everything. Like playing anything. Less balls. Really? Yeah. Like huh. I say, so for me, I, I, I played a lot for speed, and I, I like a really light feel to a guitar. And they're not a ton responsive, are they? No, they're, they're, they're very, I mean, they can be, don't, don't get me wrong, but the, the neck on them is thick. Right. And I like a very thin speed neck. And uh, so I, I never enjoyed playing a Les Paul. Is that why you gravitated more toward what Ibanez? Maybe because they're yeah. thinner, yeah, thin necks. Because yep. they're more for they're more for metal and everything else, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, they're more for shredding, shredding. Schecters are good for that too. BC Rich, you know, a lot of your ones that were popular in the '80s are also good for that. But then, like, right, you know, the, the nicest guitar I ever played. Um, was always, you know, or my favorite ones to play were always Ibanez. Mm hmm. Makes sense. All right, here's some blues improv. It's not terrible, but it's not like something I love. I'm not positive this is uh, this player. Yeah? Do you think it's not Capis playing the blues? Oh, that would definitely uh, was not Capis. No, no. 
Nah. This cat piss would say, nah. Here's a... Uh, this one should be interesting. I don't know how we turn this into the blues hour. It's difficult to say with us. Yeah, it's pretty on par for us, isn't it? So this is actually a Hendrix tri- tribute by Steve Vai. Steve Vai, a Hendrix tribute. So other than his mainstream stuff, like Hendrix mainly played blues though, right? Oh yeah, he's considered a blues guitarist. Yeah. So. And... To me, blues was always by far the easiest to play. You think so? Yeah. Like, what aspects of it make it easier? Um, so you could just kind of do anything with it. You know, you could play fast, you could play slow, you could just bend notes, and, and it was all right. But it was always very, like, in a box. Right. Like, you know, the the, the shapes and modes that you'd play yeah. on it were, were very, were, well, they were always similar. You just change where you were on the neck and play the same thing, huh? And uh, but so, it, al- it so also pattern allowed, it, essentially, a yeah, pattern. It also allowed for a lot of freedom on doing stuff, huh? And a lot of the blues guitars. I know people will flay me for saying this, but like, I don't think Stevie Ray Vaughan was that good. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't like no, a legend no, they no. make him out to be. Is what you're saying, right? I I think that if he would have not passed away. Yeah, that he'd have been known as a very average guitar that player. Just added to the legacy. Yeah, and and that's not to say he wasn't a great performer. He wasn't, you know, a great guitar player, but he wouldn't make my top ten. I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay with that. From everything I've heard, like, I get it. I get it. And I think that's more than fair. You know, it's all it. And once again, with music, it boils down to if you think it's good, then it's good. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. But uh, as far as like technicality and the things that they play, as you said, a good showman, great showman. Yeah. But I don't know. When I think about <clears throat> the technical aspects and as far as everything else for his playing, I mean, impressive for somebody like me that can't play, but like overall with the greats, probably not. So I'll accept so, that. I could play pretty much anything Stevie Ray Vaughan I could play. Mm-hmm. And in my top 10, there's, I can't play everything that my top 10 has Right. Out. You know what I mean? Right. Like I probably could have, I spent hours and hours and hours and hours. Well, obviously I'm pretty sure EVH is in your top 10. Oh yeah. And I know Vi's in your top 10. Yep. Uh, who else would be in your top ten? I'm trying to think here. Do 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 do. I don't think you'd put Hendrix in your top ten. Maybe mm, he'd be he'd be close. Yeah. yeah. Top fifteen he'd make, but mm, trying to think of other guitar players. And Hendrix, the thing that was interesting about him is he was yeah. 
an extreme innovator. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so much stuff that that he uh, he kind of came up with on his own because it wasn't out yet. You know, nobody done anything with it. You hold Satriani in high esteem too. Satriani's in very high high esteem. Um, Alan Holdsworth. Okay. If you go back to the seventies. Yep. Um, John Petrucci. Yep. Um, Nuno Betancourt. Yeah, Nuno. He's got a like a second wind. Like he's coming back. Like, isn't that fucked up? Like he's in his what fifties now, and like he's he's like people are talking about Nuno Betancourt again. Well, and I mean, Extreme came out with that new album, and it it's yeah, it's good. It's it's right. It's probably the best work they put out. Um, and uh, you know, he is a. Uh, he is just so fast and technical. And there, there's yes. a uh, there's a guy here I'm going to play for you. All right. And he is... He's pretty phenomenal. I would rank this guy up there with Vi. Mm-hmm. And let me, let me get we'll to... Get it, kitty. Let me get to the song here that I want. So he is a... A jazz fusion player, and okay. I I normally don't really like jazz, but he's kind of a heavy, heavy jazz, right? But exceptionally technical. Oh, I actually, you may not have noticed it, it, but I actually played a a bunch of his stuff at the uh, wedding Saturday. Yeah, this is good. He's got a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of stuff that is very melodic and and very... uh, Like easy listening, easy to digest. Yeah. And I I like to listen to this kind of stuff when I have to concentrate on other stuff because it's technical enough to keep my... You know, to keep my interest, but not uh, doesn't overwhelm right. my thought process. Not making you overthink it or anything. Oddly enough, this guy plays no pick. It's all finger picking. Really? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. So he, he also plays a, a classical guitar, unbelievably, which is where he gets that from. But his whole band, uh, his name is Manteo Man- Mancuso. Mm-hmm. And uh, just just phenomenal. No, it sounds great. I, I like it. Like I said, very easy on the ears, very easy to, to digest, but yet, same time, might not be as easy to play. Oh, it would not be easy to play at all. And he, he's, he's just got some really cool stuff out there. Like I say, it's all very technical. Splendid. Like here's him on a on a classical, and th- this is all just him. Really? It sounds like it should be three or four guitars. It does. I think Junior just shot a listen in the eye. Oh boy. Yeah, boy. See, you're listening to it right now. Wow. Yeah, it kind of shifts gears here. 
I dig it. Steve Vai has actually called this guy the future guitar. Really? Most Which impressive. Pretty high praise. Pretty <laughs> high praise. I would I would think almost the highest of praise you can get. But I mean you, you can just kind of hear it. It's he's so smooth and just like I say, technical. And for me, that's what really makes a guitar player because anybody can any anybody can feel music and, and play with feeling. Right. But if you can play technical and with feeling, that's that's a level of dedication that a lot of people don't have. That is true. That is, no, that is very true. And I guess that's what I what I find impressive. Right. <sighs> no, this is beautiful. Although at the same time, I gotta pee. So maybe we should work on. Is it time to get out of here? We we can wrap this one up. Well, let's do it. All right. We'll cut her short. Love it though. Love it. And cat piss. We got to talk to cat piss. I wonder how uh, Manteo would sound with our theme song. We'll let it ride. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you to Cat Piss for calling in. Love to hear the update. It sounds nice. Faded out. Wasn't I love bad. It. Wasn't bad. Not bad at all. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thank you for listening to the PNA Podcast Express. We're bringing it to you for you. And as always, make good choices.